Okay. Welcome back to another week. Um, I'm Larissa. I'm Becca. And we're doing Riverdale this yeah. week. Everyone's favorite show, <laughs> not ironically. <laughs> Everyone's ironically favorite television show. Yeah. Everyone comes up to me and tells me Riverdale is the most quality TV show they've seen in decades. <laughs> ironically, never wins an Emmy. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's like it's getting with, weird. with all the musical episodes, you'd think they would, but... Oh, yeah. It's going to be Yeah. Well, no, but seriously, Riverdale has, like, taken the TV world by storm. <laughs> I feel like um, every show I see now is just, like, a Riverdale, but in a different way yeah it's very this uh, yeah it's like i feel like it did to television what was it the milk and honey poetry books did for like poetry where it's just like oh this can also just be tv and there's no real <laughs> there are no rules i um <laughs> yeah makes you think i mean riverdale's had two spinoffs because it had sabrina which i think is like kind of a spin-off like not like a spin-off yeah. i guess but same universe, which is also a lighthearted cartoon and lighthearted TV show that got turned into a dark, pretty drama. <laughs> That's like kind of insane. And then it also had Katie Keene, which immediately failed. <laughs> that had a season two. Did it have any episodes? I think Katie Keene had a season. Two. Had one season. I've never seen anything for. I've never seen any promotions for. Oh, I saw a lot of promos I saw for like Katie Keene. Poster of it. I saw it and thought this doesn't look good. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then there's the new Scooby-Doo show that also is oh, yeah. not a spin-off of there's Riverdale, a, but... No, it's not, but it, it's, like, very similar. It's a crowd-funded show. Okay. So we can't, we can't give it as much slack. But it's uh, just on YouTube. I was, yeah, because I was going to say, it just looks like a really low-budget version of Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. With the Scooby-Doo characters. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> like, you, you're used to 30 year olds playing high schoolers. What about... 50 year olds. Yeah, strap it. It's pretty good. Though it opens with, like, I think, like, you learn within the first five minutes that, like, Daphne has an eating disorder. Shaggy's and, um, a drug dealer. Yeah, Shaggy's a drug dealer. And Velma's parents were killed by culture guys alien. And so were Fred's. Isn't that the whole thing? Like, oh, yeah. Fred's cool. parents were killed, and then, like, Velma also had a mom or someone who was dead by the same reasoning, and that's how they yeah. bond. It was. I only we only saw the first episode, but no, I loved it. It was pretty great. Um, yeah, for the same reasons that I think Riverdale is. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> like they all have like the same sort of staples of like they come from sh things that like the source material is initially very lighthearted and fun, and then they turn it into like drama, drama, yeah. drama, bad things, bad things, bad things, and then like also the dialogue is always bad, like. Even if it's good, it's bad. <laughs> and then, like, the characters are just, like, weird alternate universe versions of what they're supposed to be. Is it, like, a stylistic thing? Like, do you think the creators ever do? Like, do they know? I mean, they must, right? That only watch it. I think they, they do. But I also think that, like, I'm not convinced that people who created Riverdale fully understand why Riverdale is continuing. <laughs> like, I think they're oh, just... Shit, we got another season, right? Oh, my God. Like, I think they're just as baffled as the rest of us that it went on after, like, the second season. Um, yeah, well, my viewing experience, I think, was... I watched the first season, like, not necessarily ironically. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, television. It's like... And then I stopped watching it 
after that. And then, or I stopped watching it maybe like mid season two, but then started watching it around mid season three, like to hate watch it. Yeah. I went I from think, like, oh, I just want to check out the show to like. I think similarly to a. I do this. <laughs> yeah. I think there's like a lot of people. I think it's like you start with season one, and season one had like this like who killed Jason Blossom like mystery thing going on, which was like interesting to watch. So you like actually kind of liked it. And then as soon as you went into season two, you're like, well, this is absurd. How many, like, murders and bad things are happening <laughs> in this small town? One is, like, weird, but you can do it. Yeah. Multiple is crazy. And then... There's not just murders. There's cults. And yeah, and cults. I was like, how many mentions. bad things can happen in this <laughs> town? It's like, they're in the town for fucking murder, she wrote. Like, just, like, murder after murder after murder. It's like, this is a small town. Why are there so many murders? But, yeah, and then I think, like... By the time you hit season three, everyone's just like, this show's ridiculous, let's check it out. And then somehow the next season tops it, and tops it, and tops it. Yeah, they, they do keep the crazy mistakes, so like, I wonder what's going to happen. They are getting a season seven. Some people are really big fans of <laughs> Riverdale, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's like also the downsides of Riverdaleization and modern teen dramas. Um, <laughs> some inaccurate representations of what it's like to be a 15 year old, I think. Yeah, well, what it's like, like to be a 30 year old. Performing on a strip pole and a wig for middle aged gang yeah. members. The whole as gang. Well as dealing drugs. The whole gang <laughs> depiction, I think, is both <laughs> incredibly accurate and inaccurate at the same time. <laughs> like,. I think the first season they're depicting gangs in a better way than the rest of the show because in the first season Jughead's like, I don't want to be in a gang, like, that's not something I want to do. And I'm pretty sure he has to get, like, jumped in, like, he has to get beaten up to, like, get in. And then in all the other seasons yeah. it's just like, haha, gang life is so fun, why wouldn't we do this? And it's like, what? The creators straight up said that, like, they don't pay attention to the timelines. Like, they've been asking me, like, oh, wait, like, but this person's this age, right? Like, oh, like, and he's 16. Oh, like, yeah, we just hope people don't pay attention to us, like, forgetting the year, like, missing, like, birthdays and stuff. And well, it's like, according to the timeline you presented. Yeah, well, I think that happened a lot in, um, like, Boy Meets World, where, like, you'd watch a season and they'd be in, like, the seventh grade, and then I feel like three episodes later they'd be in, like, tenth grade, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, how old is children? Like, how old are you? Yeah, and it makes a difference. I feel like it's a huge difference between, like, an 18-year-old and, like, a 15-year-old. Yeah. That's, not, that's what it is, eh, right? Nine to 12? Nine is 14. Oh, we should be. Like, I guess 15 if you're in the States, I don't know, but 14. I think it's 14, because you're 14, 15 in ninth grade, so, like... Okay. And then in 10th grade, you're 18, 16, and then 16, 17, 17, 18. And I think 14 to even to 18, like the whole thing of it is so different. Right? Like, that's, you're not, that's not the same person. They're just like kind of all the same. But, but um, yeah. I will say, I think going back to the gang thing, that like I realized they do depict gangs in some really like accurate ways which I think you've like mentioned before where it's like the gang is like their family and the gang is in charge of like protecting yeah. the town but I what I think is weird is that they always depict like the serpents as like the good guys like they're almost like the law enforcement of the town which I guess like a gang could be in a lot of ways like they're like this is my neighborhood and like I gotta protect it but also they're like the law enforcement like they're like we gotta get drugs off the street we gotta yeah, get people off like, the street and it's like no drugs. gangs are usually I guess not always but usually pushing like drugs and like stuff and stuff like that and like are not 
fully yeah. legal the way I feel like the serpents like, try to depict themselves and I feel like they do that because they didn't know what to do after they put Jughead in the game yeah like, oh you put like, Jughead a bad guy what do we do um but it's also it's weird because that takes up way so much of the edge of like the game there's like a little other dragon it's like the tattoos and like yeah and, like all these shady stuff but, like there's nothing shady actually going on like they're not they're doing not anything illegal they're just chilling it's just, yeah I mean the most illegal things they do is it just feels like they're kind of in charge of the town like also, it feels like they're just an emo game. Yeah. It's just all about edge together. Well, I think doesn't Jughead's dad become the sheriff? And then I feel like he goes to Jughead yeah. a lot to be like, You're in charge of the serpents, like can you get them to do this to like make sure the town yeah, is literally, like, just not literally the police shouldn't be like asking you to run the safety of this town. <laughs> but, I love it. it's a sixteen year old yeah. student that yeah. stories. Also like, Jughead is a child. Part. He's a literal <laughs> child still. Like, you shouldn't, you sh he's not old enough to be in charge of a gang. He's not old enough to be in charge of all this shit. The thing that threw me off, like, the Southside Serpents aren't, like, the only gang in Riverdale, right? There's, like, two of them. There's the Ghoulies. So, like, what is the, the gang they're fighting well, I, against. What does the gang get? Like, what is the, ter like, the, the Southside Serpents, like, one square block radius of, like, like <laughs> They get the Southside. That's so fucking lame. Like... <laughs> The point is they get the south side of Riverdale. Yeah. But they try to sort of like take over. Like I think by the time the series is like really into it, like the serpents are just like the Riverdale gang and they're trying to get rid of like the ghoulies who want the drugs in the neighborhood. We're selling all that jingle oh, jangle. Yeah, the jingle jangle. Um yeah, so I feel like at some point the serpents do take over. But initially I think the serpents are just like they sort of run the poor part of Riverdale and then like that's because that's a conflict also in season one is that where I think Veronica's dad it's all coming back to me now slowly but surely <laughs> Veronica's dad wants to like basically I think get rid of the poor part of Riverdale and the serpents are like no this is our territory or something along those lines and then they like and I think they are more illegal earlier on like that like they're a dark thing and then as soon as Jughead joins it's like Okay, yeah, she's good guys now. Let's turn this around. Jughead is definitely one of the more annoying characters for me. Yeah. I think, like, we should do a ranking video where we rank them. Yo, we should. <laughs> I should. I would have a lot of opinions. There we go. Okay. Right. We well, that. next time. Jughead's one too. Um, and he, uh, what was I going to say? He, um, really fucking... I don't know. I'm trying to like compare the show a little bit to like the CW shows, like that, like really like cheesy teen dramas. But I feel like that, I just hate that the Jughead character serves like really no purpose to the story. He's always ever just like, a mouthpiece to the Southside servants. I think I sort of had this written down later like, for like a character thing, but I think Jughead for me was a really good plot device in season one to make Betty not lame and have a love interest. <laughs> and like, that's it. He's a good token boyfriend. Like, he's boyfriend. like, they had a really good sort of dynamic for season one. I feel like they were the big thing of season one that like yeah, made everyone really like it. All the Halloween costumes. <laughs> but then I don't think he has much of a purpose after that. And I feel like they were trying to like keep him. And like, I guess Cole Sprouse is also a big yeah. name, like big draw. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. And then he just like, right. I think he just edges out over like all of the 
it's like the show's trying to be self-aware. He's like, oh, like chapter one, trying to make it super like. Yeah, I honestly think Jughead is a good narrator. Like, I'm fine with him being the narrator. I just don't think he needs to be as big a part of the show. Yeah. Like, almost like, you know, how Gossip Girl just sort of says stuff, like, and it's like, who is oh, Gossip Girl? Yeah. We don't know. I feel like that could almost be Jughead's role by, like, just the end outside. of the second season. It's like, he's kind of Betty's boyfriend, but also just the narrator of the show. He never has any interesting character arcs or, like, any interesting stories. There's, like, a, I was a little bit interested when they were talking about, like, his family life and, like, Jelly Bean and stuff. But then, like, they just don't do anything with it ever. It just always kind of feels like, okay, this is a big problem I have with a lot of the characters in Riverdale, and my favorite ones, I think, are always the ones who I feel like have shown any sort of growth, is that I don't think Jughead ever changes. Like, Jughead is just yeah. who he is from the start, and that's, like, as a person, great for him that he knows who he is at, like, 15. <laughs> he is annoying shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's annoying, but, like, as, as a person, great for him, he knows who he is at, like, 15, like, and he can do that. But, like, as a character on a TV show, you hate that character by the end of the show. Like, the show, the character is the most yeah. flushed out at the beginning. It's never the character you want, you're rooting for by the end. And it's also, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you have to grow. Like, all the, if all the, all the characters are growing and you're not, like, you're going to get left behind. you got to keep things fresh and interesting. Yeah. I feel like in real life, I feel like if you're not growing but, like, your friends are growing, you, you just wouldn't hang out with them anymore, probably. Yeah, but I think you the difference is that I do think that with, Jughead's character, he was definitely, in my opinion, a little bit more like a step, like more mature and like more like, not an asset, like he sort of like, I feel like understood the gravity of like the, his situations that he like gets himself into in life. Whereas I think a lot of the other characters are like, I don't know, we're teenagers, what are you gonna do? And Jughead's like, I'm a 20 something year old man. <laughs> I feel like I can deal with this. Like, I feel like he. Yeah, he's, he's more of that scrambled. vibe, so it's like everyone catching up to him, but he's kind of boring to watch because of it. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Should we move on to some of the tropes in yeah. Riverdale? Okay. Um, I think the first one I had was like the student teacher thing they do, like the how they like really. I feel like with that, they saw how successful. The student teacher fantasy can be in like teen dramas in like the early 2000s like especially the pretty little liars yeah, ezra aria one like that one was really big and i think they like were trying to build off of that and be like look we have like <laughs> hot student teacher yeah. thing the problem is riverdale came out when everyone's like that's disgusting yeah that's literally like um uh, statutory rape like that's not okay he's 15 years old i don't care if he's 30 in yeah. real life yeah. like that's not fine and then they were like oh shit then they tried to backtrack it a little bit like later on by saying like archie has trauma from this but i'm like i really don't believe you because he didn't this care at the time yeah and then the one good thing they did oh, is that yeah that air that i'm gonna say oh that's a little fucked up actually this guy yeah who said oh, this is what i this is what i want <laughs> this is what the public want to see well i think yeah i guess like it was at a time like something that the public was like, yeah, yeah. that's fine. That's when you can like kind of see through the show to like the old rich white men. Just like, Whoa, just like isn't it hot when a student fucks his teacher? Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
And then I think the only good thing they did is, okay, first of all, the way they get rid of her is so weird. They, like, just tell Miss Grundy she has to leave town and, like, <laughs> let her basically start fresh somewhere else. And the only good thing the show oh. does is literally shows how she's preying on another young boy in the new town she goes to by, like, what touching him that? and, like, being near him in, like, one episode. I think she gets murdered shortly after. But, um... Oh, yeah, I do remember she gets murdered. It's like, it's like that, and it's like, oh, see, that'd be really dangerous if you're not, like, pressing charges and, like, getting people like that away from kids. Yeah, no, you don't just, like, oh, uh, you're a Oh, slap get her. Don't do that again, but... Yeah, it's, it's a catch and release. Continue. Oh, caught a pedophile. All right, go. They never take any issues seriously. I think they have a huge problem with just doing the like regurgitating like the social justice like buzzwords. And it's like we're addressing topics that like aren't really like hot topics right now. Like you know, like they're really dated and like they're. I think messaging. Yeah, I think they have no understanding about like what's actually going on and like what's in real, what's not. <laughs> like hearing in like season six or something Betty talk about grooming, I was like, I don't even really think you understand what this is. Like Yeah, it's like your mom really trying weird. to explain like concepts. Like, did you hear that this is a thing? It's like my mom is like, so like my friend's like son is gonna go to a club this weekend and girls will just walk up and make out with them. Like, that's, like strangers, that's crazy. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm like, <laughs> sometimes that happens when you go to a club. It's a club. Yeah, <laughs> he might walk it's up like to a girl and make it with her for no reason at all. That's okay. Like, okay that. yeah, it's twenty years. <laughs> okay with being gay? Yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, no, I think it is very like your parent trying to describe <laughs> what's going on. And like to be with the kid. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of people who I think make TV shows are older, and it's because they've worked a long time in the industry. Yeah. And they finally are at a position where they can make it. It's just that when you're making a show about teenagers, you should probably talk to some teenagers. <laughs> it's just like a lack of authenticity. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, you have you don't have any business doing like what was the point? Like I don't know. You don't obviously yeah. don't understand this at all. Just yeah, don't, just don't touch it. Just do something else. Do your alien dimensional dominance. Yeah. Um, and then, I, oh yeah, I was going to mention, yeah, off the topic of, like, the teachers, and I was, like, thinking of, like, how Archie especially, oh, all of the Fidel kids, really, is, like, there's just, like, it's so pornographic at times, like, not, like, as in, like, explicit content, but, like, just the, the setups and context they give to, like, they just try to, like, create scenes that are just straight out of a porno, and it's always, like, Archie's, like, oh, like, the the teacher-student fantasy that's Archie. Like, oh, like, he's always, like, like the, like, hot lumberjack. He's, like, the hot quarterback. He's the hot musician. He's the yeah. hot... Cons- like, and they... Like, it's, like, a calendar. He's, yeah, he's a firefighter. He's a musician. He's yeah. a football player. He is so many things. He's the boy next door. He's, like, he's also the bad boy because he's in a gang. Like, <laughs> it's, like, crazy. And they it's do... Yeah, and they do the, the same fish with... fish from Spongebob. They do the like, same with um, <laughs> Betty. She's, like, the perfect, like, male fantasy. She's the good girl next door yeah. who's really kinky in bed, as far as I can tell. That's what Dark Betty yeah, is. Yeah, well, like, yeah. It's, like, it's not her bipolar disorder. It's just that she's kinky in bed. Yeah. It basically seems like... It, like you it's know like, how. She's, she's got this, like, like, darkness, and it's just, like, oh, she's, like, a good girl who's also a bad girl, like... And yeah. so they make her very, like, sexy when she's, like being her bad girl and they put her in like really like cutesy outfits when she's being a good girl and I feel like that's something that like they're doing on purpose to make her both like 
really hot yeah but still like no she's perfect like she's the angel character it's so real fantasy and so just like the, yeah that's like, a child yeah, she's like 15 in the first season oh, quote okay i'm like yeah veronica too like all of them kind of get yeah, teenagers don't have to be this sexy like teenagers so aren't sexy it's i mean i guess if you're a teenager you might think <laughs> a teenager is hot but like our no, teenagers yeah, in general yeah. aren't like this like sexy thing like they're awkward and uncomfortable <laughs> I, we've all been teenagers like it's not like you're you're pretty awkward and like weird and you don't really know who you like are having, and you think, like, yeah <laughs> i was like a jealousy aspect to it too. i remember when i was a kid and i was watching like a teenager and i was watching shows and i was like all of these like super like romantic settings and like oh like they can do this and like yeah. more that and they can, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no. Like, I'm still jealous of the teenagers I see on TV. I'm like, you bug. Do you have homework? <laughs> no. They all get no. up at like 5 a.m. every day to go out and get breakfast together and hang out before yeah. school. I was up 10 minutes before the car arrived for my like carpool to take me to school. Unrealistic. You're appropriating teenage culture. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm, I don't understand how these teenagers do so much. Um, yeah, but then the other thing I think you said Riverdale does is they hop on a lot of trends. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like one of them was I think the student teacher thing. And then I think another one you talked about was like the most recent season they did the superhero. Yeah, they really follow um, like what's hype right now, which is kind of weird also because dramatic superheroes are not in. It's like all like I feel like all the Marvel stuff is just comedy jokes. It's so late to the game. Like if they had done that, maybe I don't know. It's so fucking. Yeah, weird. it's really weird. But, but they hopped on that, and I think they hopped on uh, like really late because musical episodes were not a thing anymore by the time they did it <laughs> in season two. But like they hopped on that, which like a lot of shows did in the like early mid two thousands. Like Grey's Anatomy did it, Community did it, Psych did it. I think like. Um, I think Flash did a musical episode. Like, oh, they okay. did one. But it was all, like, after, like, many, many seasons yeah, yeah. of success. And then they're like, what if we change it up with a musical episode? It feels like Riverdale, after season one, was like, what the fuck do we do? And they're like, oh, a musical episode. <laughs> Let's do literally everything. <laughs> and then they just, like, gave up. Like, they're like, oh, this was really successful. We'll do it again. Which is, like, fair. that good business. But, <laughs> but like, they just sort of beat the trend down. Like, they're like, more you'll listen to more music and i think it's really interesting they do that too because i don't think a lot of the people in riverdale are very good at singing <laughs> yes <laughs> i don't think that controversial I, yeah <laughs> i think that if they are good at singing then they do a really good job at hiding it be <laughs> <laughs> like an, a little bit of a good singer like i would believe that like they can all like i do think they can all carry a tune and they're probably better than like me but yeah. like they're not good enough, I feel like to constantly be yeah. showcasing not their like music. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like oh no, it's yeah. like oh this isn't like it isn't a musical show, and yet I feel like they do so much to oh, make no. it a musical at times. Yeah, and I think it's crazy. Yeah, the episodes are really intense. They're like so cheesy, like even and, more than the original. Yeah, ones. and even in like the first few seasons, like they really hammer in that Archie's also a musician now make him play and like everything yeah you're right they really want to do a lot more of that yeah and then i think they just forgot about it <laughs> yeah, i think a lot of things. like most things they do they just forgot it existed but that was that. 
I'm thinking as well, like, it reminds me of, like, a fanfiction a lot of times, like you were saying, like, they just don't know what they're going to do after, they know what they're going to do after season one, and it's, like, it feels like, when they're following each other, it's like, oh, it's just, like, you know, this fan is just, like, oh, alternate universe, and it's, like, the characters do this. Yeah, and they just read a fanfiction yeah. and went, cool. They're just, like, okay, how about what if, like, this happened, and like, do that, and it's, like, yeah. that's what it kind of feels like, is they just put them in, like, I don't know, they just put them in every, like, crazy, like, teen fantasy setting possible. It's like, oh, we're going to be running, like, a jail. Let's yeah. go to the football court. Remember when like, Veronica like, opens up a speakeasy randomly yeah. for underage? Yeah, like, like, fucking speakeasy. Let's throw that in there. But <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. It's just, like, I don't know if they just have no filter in that storyboarding room. They're just like, oh. Also, just think, like, those teens go out more than I do, and I'm an adult. <laughs> like... I feel like if I'm gonna do something, I'm like, do you wanna hang out and watch a movie? I'm not like, let's yeah, go to this. Where'd they get the energy? Let's, let's go out every night and like do stuff prices, and like eat dinner. Prices. Where'd they get the money? You're right. They're too, how are they, they have so much money? I don't know. So, should we go into the couple deep dives? So yeah, let's just talk about the couples couple. because I think this is everyone's <laughs> favorite part. It's, really, it's juicy. Um, the first yeah. one I was going to talk about, which I kind of talked about earlier, was Bughead. Mm-hmm. Like, Betty and Jughead. And like I said earlier, I think Jughead was just basically a plot device for Betty to not be super lame uh, and, like, in love with Archie the entire time. Because, like, she definitely, like, was and then they started yeah. dating. And then also, like, them coming together kind of made sense because they were both really into solving the mystery of what was going on um, and what happened. But, like, I think she was a very good... He was a very good first boyfriend kind of thing, but they're like one of those couples where I feel like they lasted longer than they should have, and most of that might be because I think the actors dated, and it's just like free PR at that point. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they were so hyped. And like, yeah, I, also, I agree. I thought they were good in like season one, maybe two. Then eventually, yeah. like, ugh, I don't know. It's so tiring. Like, you it's kind like of... boring and tiring. And yeah, you don't want to watch them just be together the whole time. Yeah. Not when, fun. like... Yeah, not when, like, every other couple is also just together the whole time. I think also, I'm kind of biased, this is Betty. I think it's my favorite character. And Jughead is one of my least It's like, I don't know, I just feel like eventually she outgrows him a lot. Or, like, she needs to be doing some different shit than Jughead Jones. Yeah, I think the like, fans... Not really a catch. <laughs> yeah, I think the fans also probably made that relationship last a lot longer because they are like, oh my god, Buckhead's so cute. Like, everyone really liked it. And I think, like... In reality, they were cute, and then they were, like, longer than they should have been. But I guess maybe they were trying to do it. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if there was any, like, planning that went into the show. Like, if they are like... I don't think there's any planning period that went into the show. I think also Lily Reinhardt is, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm i glad they took her out of that relationship because I feel like she could do more stuff. She is quite talented, I think. I think. I know the writing's really shitty that they give her, but... I feel like sometimes Betty is, like, the main character to me a lot of the time. Like, mm, true, yeah. I think Lily Reinhardt is... Oh, my name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think Lily Reinhardt is a better actress than, like, a lot of the people on the show. Yeah. And then I also think that, like, they give her a lot of stuff. And I she pushes the plot along a lot because she's usually the detective character. Oh, true, Yeah. So I think she's really important to the show. She's like the Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. But that's kind of also why, like, she and Archie work a lot. is because he's very much, like, the, like, cop-type character. He's, like, he's like the savior one. He's always, like, going out and trying to save people. 
And then, like, De- Betty is very much, like, detective, like, trying to solve the crimes, and it just kind of, like, seems like they're a fun little duo that, like, yeah. works out. No, I really like uh, Betty and Archie together. Yeah, I'm a I big fan it makes so much them. sense, and it's, Archie's so much better with her than Veronica. They actually complement each other, basically, yeah. I think. It um, makes sense why they would date. Yeah, well, if we want to talk about Varchi, then. Varchi. Sure, okay. Um, I was thinking that a lot of the show, it seemed like when they were together, I really believed that Veronica truly, really loved Archie. Like, that was not a question for me at all. But it seemed like Archie was always distracted when he was in his relationship with Veronica. And it wasn't always, like, someone else. Like, yeah, I think sometimes he, like, looked at Betty in a way you're not supposed to look at another girl. You're when you have a girlfriend, but, like, I think, like, he was distracted by, like, a lot of things, because I think he has a bit of a savior complex, so, like, when Veronica was in trouble, and she, like, needed Archie, because, like, she had all that family shit going on, he's, like, oh, I super love her, and then as soon as she, like, doesn't need him, because she is an independent woman, I feel like he's kind of, like, yeah, I'm gonna go do some other shit now, I don't really care, <laughs> like, in the musical episode in, like, season five or something, he just, like, dips on her to, like, go like say like go do something with his work I don't really exactly remember and she's just like alright I guess I'm the only one trying this relationship now I remember them going through so many hoops like wasn't it always just like Hiram Lodge was trying to fucking kill him or something or like blackmail him and then it just seemed like a really stressful relationship that stressed me out and they didn't have good enough chemistry I was like this is a weird yeah I, I mean I think they else. be I friends think- I think they tried to make Veronica and Archie kind of a power couple at times. Okay. Like they're like, yeah, like they're they're together and they're gonna like take over like Riverdale and stuff. But like, I just didn't ever feel like yeah, Archie was as into the relationship mm-hmm. as Veronica was. And like, I think they when the plot served for them to be a really good couple, they were a really good couple. But it didn't feel like the plot served for that a lot. And so yeah. they just were a bad relationship. And like, honestly. I don't even like Veronica that much, but I think she could do better than that. Okay, so I was going to say that. I think she could do also do better. Because I feel like in that relationship, she was always the one kind of in control. Like, she was always had the reins. She was, like, always wearing the yeah. kind of thing. Like, she would basically just tell Archie how to be a good boyfriend, was the vibe, kind of. She would just lead the relationship I think, on her own. like, yeah, but also on the other hand, like, I think Veronica was the only one who I felt like was really actively trying to keep their relationship a thing. Yeah, no, yeah. I so, like, like, yeah, she's like, the one she, keeping it afloat. She's okay, yeah, yeah. Because like, I think, like, she was doing all that stuff, but I don't think Archie was very good at Yeah, he just kind of meant. I think, yeah. Like, okay. It's sure, really sad, too, because, like, I, yeah, I just think Veronica really, really loved Archie. And I don't think Archie really, really Why? loved her. Uh, Archie's so I guess I don't know Archie's kind of hot but it's the same as the comics why are they both in love with this idiot I know, right he's like du- like he doesn't have a whole lot going for him like he's kind of pretty I think like he is yeah, very like is he a good person in the show they say he's a good person but I don't know if that's true I think he's kind of like the hero in a lot of ways like he's always sort of swooping in and saving okay, like yeah. the day and so like, he's like a good boy doing stuff like, so I yeah so I think in that sense like he is a good person, kind of. Okay. Um, I mean, I think he's always trying to save the town. I think for him, it's like Riverdale. Like that's what he wants is to be yeah in his town, Very homegrown. Like yeah, yeah. Place. So like, it would make sense that they wouldn't work long term. Veronica is also, I feel like, very much an independent woman. 
and like wants to like go like she goes off for a while and takes over New York and stuff like that. I feel like that really is her yeah. storyline. She feels bigger than Riverdale. Yeah. Like she like you, you don't look at her and think, oh she's just gonna say your Yeah. Whereas like I think Archie just is Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Archie's I mean I think that's why they broke up is like he wanted to stay there and she didn't. Oh, okay. Interesting. But I also just think, yeah, I don't believe that he loved her as much as she loved him. I think Archie goes with the flow a lot with girls. They just say, like, oh, I'm into you, we're dating. He's like, oh, oh I guess. And he kind of acts the same. Like, yeah. They break up. Yeah, I saw only, like, one or two episodes of Archie and Betty dating. Do they only date after the time skip? They hook up in season five for a bit when they do the time skip, yeah. Um, and then they date for real in season six. Um. I don't really understand the season six finale, if I'm being really honest with you. But basically, yeah, they dated for that, and it seemed very, like, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, like, we are adults now, and we can be together kind of thing. Yeah, I kind of liked the show. I liked when their drama was, like, an adult drama and not high school drama. Yeah, I just think they tried to do two, like, it was like adult drama for high schoolers, but also they have high school drama, and it's like that doesn't make sense to me. Like I don't think that if a oh, high schooler is dealing drama. with the adult drama, they would necessarily care as much about like a high school football game, for example. Yeah, like, that yeah. doesn't make sense that they would care about both things. Yeah, they yeah. It's so the that's hierarchy crazy. of like the stakes are a little bit it's bigger like, than this right now. Yeah, that was insane. But yeah, Betty and Archie dated for season six, and I thought they did a really good, okay. a good relationship. I think they very much are the couple that you expect in a town like Riverdale, too. Like, they're very... Yeah, they're both pretty well-known. Yeah, they're the they, good boy and the good girl. Yeah. It just kind of, like, works, which is weird, because, you know, I feel like a lot of people, you wouldn't initially root for it. Yeah, I'm picturing it, like, like... Archie stays kind of, like, within, like, the small town. He does, like, the little, like, small business or something. He, like, works around the town mm-hmm. doing something. And then Betty does, like, the commute into the office for her, like, FBI job. Yeah. And, like, comes home and, like, they raise their kids there. So. And I think that they would both be really happy with that. And they just gave me the impression that they're a really solid couple. Based on, like, yeah, the I saw. it didn't seem like they had as many ups and downs as, like, but I think it helped that they did both kind of want to stay in Riverdale. Like, it was their home, and that's where they wanted to be. Okay, interesting. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I like, uh, yeah, I don't know if I saw any of Veronica with Reggie in this show, but I remember in the comments, I really liked Veronica and Reggie together. I liked Veronica and Reggie together a lot in the show, too. Okay. Um... I don't, I remember them in the comics too. I thought they were funny. I think um, the thing that is works kind of with Veronica and Reggie is the same thing that works with Betty and Archie where like they both kind of want the same things. Like Reggie wants to also go to New York and Veronica wants to go to New York and they want to like okay. live a life that's bigger than Riverdale. Okay. And I think that sort of like helps their relationship a lot more. They break up basically it seems like because Veronica is in love with Archie both times, but I can't fully remember. Okay. Um, Do they end, like, currently where it ended? Or is it, like, Archie and Betty together? Um. Like, have you seen the last episode? 
<laughs> so I saw like a clip of the last episode and it kind of looks like they did like a like a reset like they went back to like the 1970s like when the comics were set kind of thing what? okay wait was it the 70s they're set no probably a different time um i don't know uh, like 50s or whatever yeah, yeah like a while like it seemed like the way it ended was they did a reset of the whole thing and like they're like because they what i gathered was there was a comet coming towards riverdale and they had to like um, okay, no, I saw that bit, and, like, Cheryl it. was, like, doing a spell or something yeah, to, like, and then stop it. Jughead basically fixed it by, like, sending them back in time. I don't know. I read that they were, like, I read that they are reset as, like, teenagers. Like, they were sent back to go back to high school. Like, they, I, I don't think know they was... were reset, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, back in time, too. Like, I'm pretty sure oh, it was, like, an that. earlier time. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Anyways. I But I did, like, um... Veronica and Reggie, I would be interested to see more of them. I think that would be okay. fun. I don't know, because I thought Reggie was dead, but then I looked it up and he's not, so... It was also, so Veronica's done two murders. Like, she's killed people? Like, she had her father murdered. She's done two murders. And then she killed her ex-husband, and Reggie helped her cover it up, which is how I found out that Reggie wasn't dead. Oh, okay, I heard about the husband thing. I didn't know that she killed him. Interesting. So she's just like a cold-blooded killer. Yeah. She's turned into her father. Basically, I think Veronica just is her father. Okay, I've got another couple, which is Veronica and her father. <laughs> Why is there always weird sexual attention between them? I don't know, like, they're the same age. They clearly have chemistry. Yeah. And that's why they had to kill him off. She calls like, him daddy, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not a great look. It's <laughs> a little weird. Veronica and her dad have been secretly and the dad's like up. always keeping her from her boyfriend. He's like jealous. He's like, I don't like Archie. Okay, I'm gonna get him out. I'm your 16 year old daughter's boyfriend, so <laughs> I don't think you need to worry that much. Like, yeah, I think. Um, I think they do have a lot of chemistry. I feel like I've heard people say that before too. I feel like fan edits of it. It's like slow. Why do Veronica and her dad have so much alliances? Um, maybe that's why he had to leave. Maybe. Too sexy. He overstayed his welcome, I think. He should have left a long I think ago. he did, too. I feel like, I do think he left because the actor wanted to leave or something and say, yeah, like, the guy plays FP, like, they don't want to be there anymore. Like, oh, this is the show we signed up. But, um, I do think he overstayed his welcome. I feel like it didn't make sense for them to keep him, except for that he's hot. Yeah. Like, okay, I yeah. think, honestly, he might have been the hottest person on the show. Okay, no. I thought FP was not my type. Okay, I like it. I saw after it. Okay, really but good. I th- guess we all agree that the dads are the hottest ones on the show. Yeah, no, the kids are not. I think Betty's really hot. Yeah. I think I'm hot. I guess she's very hot. Okay. Well, anyways, um, <laughs> moving off of Veronica, the other, I feel like, big couple from the show was Cheryl and Tony. Uh-huh. Um, and I think something that that relationship was like I think the reason why a lot of people like that relationship is mainly Cheryl. Like yeah. I don't think Tony has as much to do with the reason why people ship that relationship. Like I think Tony is just the reason why we understand Cheryl more as a human being. Is because like she's like, oh perfect. I talk to someone now about it. Everyone gets my backstory oh, now. Yeah. Like we like sort of like, like we now understand her a little bit more. 
And so you're like, oh, like she's a three-dimensional character. She's kind of flushed out, like, and all this stuff. And then you're like kind of rooting for her. Whereas like I think Tony's kind of boring. Yeah. Like I think Tony. They don't give Tony a lot. Yeah. And she's I think always for people. I think the actress who plays Tony isn't like bad or anything. I just think like her character is yeah, interesting. Yeah. I also think Tony's really hot. Yeah, Tony is really hot. <laughs> she was interesting when like her and Jughead had kind of the thing. Yeah, I thought that would have been interesting. I, I think, yeah, they should have pursued that and Jughead should date her. Because I thought Tony and Fangs were really boring. I don't even remember who Fangs is. I think Fangs is Kevin's ex husband. What? Okay. Yeah. Um, um, but I think like the like I don't think their relationship could ever be like a main story to me because I find them kind of boring. Whereas like with Tony and Cheryl, it's like Cheryl is very crazy and Tony is kind of like someone who like reigns her in but also is like along for the ride. Okay, okay. So like she's kind of like a good character to have with someone like Cheryl because like Cheryl's a lot and Tony's not much and so like you put them together and you feel like it kind of works as a dynamic. Yeah. But then, yeah, and like, yeah, I don't like Cheryl though either. Cheryl was my favorite character in season one. Not that I think she's a good person, just like, she was so entertaining to me. I love that she was so ruthless. I think just like, I don't. Like, she's crazy, first yeah. all, which I guess makes her entertaining, but I don't like her. And then I feel like she'll just like, sort of, like, she doesn't really understand that the world doesn't revolve around her. Yeah, but that's why I like her. <laughs> it's so fun. She's so fun. She says whatever. She's just I, so mean to everybody. I thought it's so... Okay, look, in season one, I liked her as, like, a baddie villain girl. But then as they start, like, giving her more backstory and, like, trying to make her a better person... Yeah, that's It's right. like, okay, but you still can't have, like, the Cheryl who thinks everything's about her and the yeah. Cheryl who blames all of the things she does on, like, what's happened to her in her life. It's like... Now that you recognize this, start being better. Like, don't just, like, yeah. keep the same character and make her terrible still. Yeah, like, the personality has to change a bit. Yeah, I feel like Cheryl is... Yeah. yeah, she's one of the characters that I don't think ever grows up. Okay, that's fair. So. Yeah, she is always kind of just, yeah, a hot-headed, like, gonna do what she wants to do. Yeah. I like, to, I like the creepy vibe of what you were saying. Yeah. She was like, kind of, it was like, she's kind of in love with her dead brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that was kind of, they shouldn't have gone from that. That was a fun little thing in season one that <laughs> I thought, like, could have been, like, addressed through, like, because, like, also, they explore that Cheryl has a lot of trauma from her family, so it could very much be explained that, like, she's, like, trying to figure out how to, like, she was actually in love with her brother, because he was the only person who was, like, nice to her in her life oh, or something. okay, yeah. Like, I feel like they could have explored that as a plot line. I like creepy that. I thought it was a fun, creepy thing that she was just weirdly in love with her brother. Yeah, it definitely added a bit of edge and, to her. It was like, oh, she's actually crazy. Yeah, and yeah. they could have explored why that might happen and, like, done that in a cool way. Yeah. But then again, it's Riverdale and they, like, they forget so much shit. When did they end a season one time or something with, like, Cheryl... Me, like she had been leaving like love notes and like one of the pussycat dolls lockers. Oh yeah, she just like stalked one of the pussycats for a while. And, and then like, like so they just, and then they revealed it was Cheryl and it just nothing happened. Yeah. So like, oh, was Cheryl gonna be gay? Is that the reveal? I guess. Because they never picked it up again. Well, I mean, I like, she is gay, but <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, I, but they, that just <laughs> seemed like a really long convoluted way to reveal she's gay. Yeah, the like intense music. <laughs> okay, but yeah, no. 
and we talked about this earlier, but I don't like the way Riverdale does relationships in general. Because I was saying, everyone's together for, like, season one, two, three, and four. Oh, yeah, yeah And then yeah, everyone yeah. breaks up with the time jump. And it's, like, fine. But then you, like, last minute just change all the couplings for the end it's of just, the like, series. together, and then you, like, do a quick rearrange. And it's just kind of, like, I feel like for a TV show to work, you have to do, like, a couple couples are together and a couple break up, and then they, like, maybe fuck mm-hmm. shit up in, like, other ways. And they, like, yeah. all the couples can be broken up at once, but I feel like they really just, like, were like, all right, I'm done with all these relationships, let's move on, fresh start. And I was like, that's not how, like, a TV show should be going about it. Yeah, you can't have everyone in a happy relationship all the time. Yeah. And not be, like, this person drama. No, like, you have to yeah, like move the, things around, make it build organically, not just, yeah. Yeah, there has to be some, like, oh... Why are they not together anymore? Why is this person going yeah, over to this person? Yeah, what are their now? issues? How did they solve these issues or not solve these issues? Yeah, Why does this person solve these issues better? I felt like one day they said, what if we just put all their names in a bag and <laughs> saw what happened? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I really don't like the way they approach it. Like, I would get emotionally exhausted sometimes watching the show because I'd be like, oh, i got to watch a bunch of characters who are never going to change or grow up um, date the same person for yeah. six seasons. I don't want to do that. And it's like there's no, never any stakes either. It's like when they're, they're so consistently together, it's, it's like, well, I know like they're fighting now, but they're not going to break up. Yeah. Because they're just the couple. They, would, they, they wouldn't do that. Like, like there was balls. basically anytime you watched Veronica and Archie break up for the first four seasons, you're like, yeah, but they're going to get back together. Yeah, yeah. And like, same way. And I've stopped caring. Yeah, I've stopped caring. The first time it was kind of like, if you're going to break a couple up, you have to, like, go do something crazy with that person. Like, send them down a really different journey. Yeah. Just make them do, I don't know, it's fun to explain like, characters. It was kind of it's, fun, yeah, I think in season three, when Veronica and Reggie started dating, so it was like, oh, something new. Yeah. That's so exciting. So maybe this will be... Maybe this could be something. And then yeah. Like, you're actually just like, actually, for a actual storyline. <laughs> yeah. But, and they have so many, like, the characters are so, like... They're pretty, like, iconic and, like, they're, I don't know, like, they're, they're, like, archetypes of themselves, and it's just so annoying that they didn't do anything with them. Like, they had such solid, like, personalities and, like, cast, and... uh, I think the only character that I've decided they kept, like, kind of within her archetype is Betty. Like, they did a lot with her character, I think, but she always, at the end of the day, was kind of, like, the good girl. Even when she wasn't. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like she always came back to being that, like, sweet girl next door. But then, like, they gave her, like, different layers to it. And they kind of talk about why, like, just being called, like, the one thing that she's been called her whole life isn't actually good. And it kind of, like, hurts her feelings. Yeah. So, like, they, they do a lot more with Betty, I think. Why do they do so much with her? Yeah. I think uh, I saw an interview like, Lily Reinhardt pushed for a lot of that. Like, she wanted for a lot of storylines to happen or not happen. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it's more that or more just they were more interested in it. I don't know. Maybe. Comparison. Yeah. I do think it's interesting that they did, like, with Veronica, like, the daddy's girl sort of thing, but then flipped it where it's like, she actually just fucking hates her dad. But <laughs> okay, also yeah, kind of wants yeah. to sleep with him. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, it's a love-hate relationship they've got there. Yeah, that was a super weird relationship, I think. 
I think Veronica's a character to me that I don't really understand. Like, I can never really guess what I think, she's going to do in a situation, which I think is kind of bad. Yeah, I think they don't know what they want Veronica because also, like, 50% of the time, she was like, no, I love my dad. I really care about him, and I want him to, like, do better. Okay. And then 50% of the time, she was like, I'll kill him. I like hate today, him so I mean, much. Yeah. Like, she got so mad at him, like, half the time, and then half the time, she's like, no, he's my dad. I'm like, what are you... What the fuck? What is this plot line? Yeah, Pippaline. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I never really understood what her, like, motivations were, like, what she was Yeah. Because she just would go back and forth. That's the thing. Nothing would ever happen. The only thing I ever understood about Veronica is that she she wants to be with Archie. That's the one thing I grasped from her character. And she's rich. I guess, to be fair, if you look at it in hindsight, and I don't think the writer's meant to do that, <laughs> but she does then act like m- the most like a teenager, because I feel like a teenager is very unpredictable, oh, and they sure, would yeah. have a lot of like temper tantrums and really act out, especially in like the environment she's been like raised in. Yeah. So I could very much see it in that sense, where it's like, okay, so maybe Veronica is the most realistic in the way that she reacts to the situation she's put in, but also she's still so annoying and like. And they should have given her more flaws. Like, she could have been... They should have pushed the more, like, spoiled brat thing. Or, like, maybe yeah. she is more naive. Like, you can't just open a business and you're fucking 16. Like, maybe... Like, she should have challenges that aren't just, I'm not going to kill my dad. I don't know. Yeah, like, challenges beyond, like, oh, my dad and my boyfriend don't get along. And, like... Yeah, like... Um, I'm mad at my dad. Um, like, her dad does some fucked up shit to her. And then, like, later I feel like she's okay with it. And then, again, she comes back and is like, no, it's not okay. And it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's really wishy-washy. I I didn't like those seasons where like it was the Hiram show and like yeah. everything was just related to him. I did not enjoy that. I think, yeah, that went on too long. All right, should we talk about our hot hot takes? My favorite part. Um, oh, okay. I was really excited for this one. Okay, you go first. Well, okay, this one we were gonna talk about a little bit was that Buckethead was a bad couple for as long as it went on. Yeah, like, they didn't need to be together for that long. Yeah, they're kind of annoying. And that we thought they hindered each other. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We talked about that. We talked about Cheryl. I like Cheryl. I don't know if that's controversial, though. I don't know. Well, you like her, and I hate her, really, so one of us has to be wrong. Mm, So I guess it's not about controversial. So one of us has a controversial opinion. (laughs) Um, okay, so not controversial. But she's <laughs> like a girl. Um, okay. Okay, let's just do the big one. Okay, the Archie, Betty, Veronica love triangle. Yes. That needed to be way more. Like, the, I, that is the whole thing of the, the show. How li- little they touched on that. That's ridiculous. Also, you want to... Make- that is Archie Pop. Like, that is the cornerstone. I just think, also, you want to make a successful teen drama put a love triangle at the forefront. Yeah. Have you not seen, like, Dawson's Creek, The Vampire Diaries, One Tree Hill? Guess what all of those shows had, and they all went on for, like, seven or eight seasons? Um, love triangle. Big love triangle. Right at the front. Like, I, and even, like, the marketing, too, is so, like, even, like, when we just looked every season seven, like, it's very... Archie in the middle and the two girls on the side, and that's what the comics were, and that's what it always been. There can be friends, but they also yeah. are just both... I also think... date Archie. In this, um, what, 2022 world we live in, wouldn't it have been fun if they were in a throuple? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least like the threesome should have happened. I feel like Veronica would have been one of those people who would have like, I feel like she would have been the character to be like, let's like be together. Like all of us. <laughs> like she would have been yeah, like, she would have been we should be a fine with that. Dark Betty would have cracked the whips. Um, <laughs> No, I know what it was. I was like, the, just the vibe of the show too. I was like, that's definitely happening. Yeah, There's I just no way they like, don't, and they they didn't. And it, that's like, I don't know. It's it's like ten of them to have not gone there in comparison to everything else they've done. Yeah, it's I just like think it's such a good one. Like, why are you not making? If you're making a modern thing of, um, like the Archie comics, why would you not throw a thruple in there? This is like the perfect opportunity. Like everyone's like, who's she gonna be with, Betty or Veronica? What about both? Yeah. yeah. What about both? And what if, like, oh Betty God. and Veronica were also kind of in love with each other? Wouldn't that be fun? That would have been fun, too. And they could have, like, had little, well, they won't they. Yeah. Like, I just Oh, think, my God. It was, like, complicated. That would have been so fun. Yeah. My ideas are always, like, wouldn't it be fun if, yeah, like, Veronica was super into Betty, Betty was super into Archie, and Archie <laughs> like was super into Veronica, like, a triangle. proper triangle. <laughs> like, they're all just, like, super in love with, like, one of them, and their relationship works. Yeah, that would have been so fucking good. That would have been so funny. Um, but yeah, at least, so well. at least the three scenes should have happened. Yeah, that's what the show is. And I just feel ultimately. like again, I could forgive everything else. <laughs> and I just feel like again, you take the Veronica character, and you're telling me she's not gonna be like, let's have a threesome, you, me, and your best friend Betty. <laughs> she would for sure be down. She'd be like, Archie's right, not gonna fuck. Archie's like, Betty would get into it. I think she would get into it. She's like, oh, my best friend. I feel like you, she'd have to approach it though. Like, like one of the times Archie and Veronica broke up, and Betty and Archie were kind of like mm. looking at each other all way out some kind of way. She should have been like, I think the three of us should have a threesome. Well, I'm surprised it didn't happen. And like, I like how was like that film was happening, like that hot tub scene, but like Jughead was there, so I yeah. wasn't for it. But like, this is what happened is like, what uh, Veronica found out that they kissed while they were broken up. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, this is something there. But yeah, but then like nothing yes. happened. I think they should have gone further with that. The weirdest kiss ever. Uh, Talk about having no Jack chemistry. Just, like, uh, he's so unappealing as a love interest. Yeah. I just think, yeah, Jughead also definitely <laughs> overstayed his welcome. Yeah, Jughead should have left. He should have been, oh, we talked about it. He should have been a, like a plot device character. Yeah, like he was great plot device and he was great narrator or whatever. He didn't need to be a big part of the story. He could have been no. sort of like, almost like a character they just used to like, make things happen like if they like need yeah, some drama like he's the one that like it comes up with, like a problem with the servants or like yeah he's the one who initiates like something like he's the charlie to their angels and like yeah something like kind of just they have to solve his problems and then, and then the trio get like dragged around to different yeah. things and that would have worked a little better for the, the dynamics and the pacing yeah, I just I'm, yeah. I was really disappointed with the way they played out the love triangle though. Like, it was just, never even really a love triangle. It was a, Betty and Archie date at the end for a little bit, and Archie and Veronica dated yeah. for and most of the show. You have two extra friends. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's just kind of like it would have been a fun. Never any overlap. I guess a little bit in episode one. Like you have to. Watched. I feel like you have to do like a nice little love triangle where like you do more than just like tease that maybe. They like each other. Like, I think once a season, the actors who played Betty and Archie kissed in some way, whether it was, like, oh, for role in something or something like that. Like, they okay. showed that they had chemistry in some way. And then you're kind of like, okay, but, like, this isn't doing a good job at a love triangle. This is just, like, saying that, like, 
it could happen. It yeah. won't, but it could. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's so dumb. I, yeah, I just, they're not ballsy enough with what they do. I think they try to be edgy, but they don't ever commit to anything. Yeah, it feels like they're scared. Yeah. I don't it's like, like you're doing this, but Like, you hear the idea of this premise, right? Like, just take it to its furthest. Yeah. Like, it's so kind of like. When they backtrack on, like, aliens, like, oh, no, it's actually just, like, mental. What is it? Like. Wait, what? It was, like, I saw the meme. It was, like. Jughead thought he was abducted by aliens. Well, that's how it was introduced and showed him being abducted by aliens. But then revealed that it, the aliens were just a metaphor for his PTSD. Holy shit. Like, that's, that's a real thing that happened. That's so dumb. It's just a, like, uh, stop trying to have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they're like, they're really afraid to like fully commit to the concepts a lot of the time. The message of the free They're afraid to do anything. Like, I remember one season, like, it ended with, like, they kill Jughead, but then it turns out, like, he's not dead. And I was kind of like, honestly, you know, it would have been a really ballsy move if you killed Jughead. <laughs> For real. Just Instead of just going that. back. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure in season six at one point, uh, like, it was something like all the firstborns died. So, like, Archie died or something. And I was like, I'm really mad about that. But also, like, what a ballsy move. But, like, I watched it and I was like, no fucking way that's going to, like, last. Yeah. It's just sad. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. And then I think I would have been fine if there was no love triangle if they didn't, like, tease that, like, maybe Betty and Archie would happen. Like, if they were, like, Archie's just into Veronica. And that's just that. And Betty and Archie are just best friends. And that's that. And that would have been fine. Like, I think I could have gotten behind that. But they kept doing these little, like, teases, like, maybe. And I'm like, Okay, it's just like either do it or don't. It's like yeah, it's either you're ignoring it or you're just like you you're aware of the fact how much you're fucking with it. Yeah. It's like let us know that you have no intentions of being. I don't know. Yeah, they they just have their feet both camps and it's annoying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's really a hot take, and I feel like we've said it, but I do prefer Archie and Betty to basically any of the other relationships on the show. Like, yeah, I think so any too. relationship I saw on the show, I don't think I was as invested in as I was in Archie and Betty. No, I, I do like them. I think, I think actually, after talking about it, Tony and Jughead, I was into it at the time. I think it was fine. I think they're both <laughs> kind of edgy and like, but I don't know. They would have been so boring. They would have been more boring yeah, than Tony and Yeah, they would have been fans. boring. They would have been, like, happy together. I guess Tony got her happy ending though with what's his name. So there you go. But those were my my biggest hottest takes. Those are my hottest takes. Um, hope they're sizzling fresh. Yeah, I like how you <laughs> wrote it as drums. Bughead must die. Um. Yeah, I like to be really explicit in my notes so that I don't lose track of anything that I'm saying. Um, uh, well, your notes are really detailed. So I remember, point form. <laughs> Verarchica? got my Do you know notes. the ship names? I've got uh, my... I made them up. I have Verarchica. Notes. Betchy. Yeah, so it's... Um, <laughs> it's your time it's, for your news. My, my notes are five pages. Um, um, I knew which bow and Bughead was. It's Bughead, Varchi, Barchi, Choni. It's really weird. I like Okay, well, that's not a couple of names. <laughs> and then, yeah, then I have, like, really, like, a paragraph-long summary of each 
each season because it takes a paragraph. Yeah, who's not on the season? It's like a mass escalation. What's happening? You can understand how crazy it gets. Hey, well, catch us in the fall time. Season 7, episode 1. We'll be the watching. The 1950s. Can't wait to see you Betty, Archie, and Veronica have a threesome. Yeah. Seems only. Here's to hoping. Yeah.